Welcome to episode five of Please Rewind. This is the podcast where we review classic films chosen by you, and it's hosted by Steve Dunk and Jeremy Dove. So let's get to it. Here's Steve. Hey, Jared. Hey, everyone. How's it going? It's going good, Steve. I got my Coke Zero here, all frosty. I'm going to crack it open, and I am ready to go. How are you? I'm good. I've got my Dr. Pepper Zero sitting here already open. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, things are going good here. Falls, kids are back in. Uh, so yep. that's, you know, kind of a weird, busy time of year. But for sure, the weather has changed. Um, mm-hmm. Quick rest in peace. Ooh, to, sucker? Quick rest in peace to the Smash Mouth, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not if I made can't think of a band I'd like would never want to you know could want to nope. listen to at nope. least but just such a huge sad story just sad story his story was sad yep um uh i'd spent some time in santa cruz where they're from so like they were just you could see like there was they were big and uh yeah i mean for a couple of years there the, the those one or two songs like you just fucking everywhere you went yeah <laughs> those fucking yep. songs yeah and you think of them as so like like so mainstream and positive Shrek, and, right they did and, the, they did happy. the one Shrek song. yeah 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 so the fact that he turned out tragic um kind of ironic since like those songs were so like poppy and positive and happy right yeah very very poppy very hooky very uplifting type of music yeah it wasn't uh the usual stuff at the time was it like it was yeah. i don't know it's what the timing of it, of all of it was but like i felt like that was the the you know that there was a weird frosted tips thing happening with like sugar ray and then those yeah. guys and like they all had the same like guy fieri hair and yeah very, very glossy and glossy like, coated and friendly and dag- like very day glow right like the whole look yeah. bright colors and then a weird like a hybrid i was trying to explain this to someone at work the other day I didn't understand it, but like you talking about like I called they were they were at one of the no effect shows, you know, they're doing their last tours here. Yeah. And um and I I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I said, let's go on YouTube, see if we can see you in the crowd or whatever. And it's just a sea of I just said, fuck, look at all those jocks. He's like, jocks. I'm like, yeah, like it's just a sea of baseball hats and beards, right? Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, jocks. No, there's no jocks there. I'm like, that's all all you're all fucking jocks right like it's all i said you have to understand that that's not a punk like that's not the punk rock punk rock crowds that we knew like yeah i, I said to him like when when not that i'm 100 years old but like when i grew up like you didn't fucking skateboard and listen to punk rock and play hockey yeah yeah <laughs> right you didn't do those things yep. like those didn't those worlds fucking did you not you certainly didn't watch yeah. hockey yeah it didn't matter it didn't it didn't mesh right those worlds did not mesh and now like every guy i know they all they have that weird clothing style where i can't really tell what they're into it's cultural appropriations they they moved in on us and they were like this is so awesome we're taking it so that's so so yeah like so the sugar raisin smash mouth guys are like they kind of like they would play warp tour they had tattoos yeah Yeah. um they, they wore like a skate boarding aesthetic sort of i, I remember um, seeing yeah. sugar ray at well, not warp tour was it warp tour or the other one I, maybe it was warp tour but it was like at mossport like it's a weird one yep and uh sugar ray were playing like one of the one of the indie stages and there was nobody watching them like 20 25 people like <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah we've all got like yeah i remember going to the one warp tour in london one year and they were on the side the side stage bands was limp biscuit sugar ray uh 
like bands a year a year later would be huge yeah yeah like it was a weird year that year Warped and i remember it was a magic was a magical thing in those early days like it was like an oh, incubator first, and, a, yeah. and a chrysalis like it's crazy yeah the first few years of warp tour were great uh, the same as Lollapalooza. first first two three years of Lollapalooza were pretty good too i i also saw deftones up close to personal like that but there was like 200 300 people but the, but it was on one of those small stages like that and i also saw coheed in cambria uh i remember then well you would have been there then the mossport going to see deftones yep and like chino had like the long dreads then he hadn't cut his hair yet yep like and he was fucking just jumping off the stacks and like they were fucking insane and although i never turned into a deftones fan like i remember like seeing them then and like you could just tell you're like oh yeah these guys are gonna fucking yeah we're gonna be hearing this name for a while mm -hmm. but um but anyways yeah so smash mouth guy tragic and then part of that that 90s like the clueless all those movies like it was all just met melt mm -hmm. into one thing uh 1995 too we'll be talking about that in a second but um Something you were saying there, you said you were late getting onto the call here, but I was looking at the clock and it said 205. Yeah. And it made me think of a conversation that we were sort of, we got into like a debate at work and it was, yeah. it was split. The crowd was split. Is five, is five minutes late? Is five minutes late at work? Anything. There, the context started out with a restaurant. Somebody was meeting someone there and they were, and it was 205 and they said, oh, you're late. And the guy's like, no, I'm not. Like there's this thing where apparently with like, and again, this is split, but like the plus or minus five minute rule, like if they were five minutes before two, would you say, oh, you're early? Um, I mean, technically, I, I like, listen, yes, technically you are, even if it's 159, like you're early, right? I, I, I believe the, I believe this falls, I believe there's no black and white here. I believe this falls on your meeting partner to decide i believe it's completely up to them i i believe it's 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 subjective um I, if they if they're if they're willing to say if they're if they don't care the way you don't care then it's fine but if they care then you have definitely crossed a numerical boundary that if they're the type of person um to hold to uh stricter standards than you um has justification to hold against you so um i'm gonna say um that person was wrong if if they're if they if they are five minutes late and they're accused of being five minutes late then they are five minutes late yeah there's a difference there's, there's the thing too with acknowledging it and then also but like being like put off by it or put out like i'm not like i would I'm, i would say oh you're late but i don't care right of course i wouldn't either yeah but um i've had bosses who would um, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and as a boss, and as a and as somebody yep. who like monitors people's attendance now at yep. work, um, I would reserve the right to, uh, but I, I but I wouldn't. But I wouldn't. I think it's I think it's mostly understood that like when it comes to work, the rules don't apply as like social situations. Sure. Right? Sure. Uh, like I, I'm the type of person where it's like I'd rather be an hour early than a minute late myself. Right. Um, if you can control it, of course. There's things like tra traffic and accidents and bad weather and whatever um and like that's really from my like i get like anxiety about it like don't most people hate going to the movies with me because <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah i got my routine right yep um and i used to drive you know kevin crazy obviously but um uh -huh, uh -huh. And I'm, but i'm like that with anything like i like to be on time that's all so right. um but understanding things happen but 
the, I thought it was an interesting thing about like whether five minutes is considered late or not. Um, mm-hmm. mo- like I think like 15 minutes obviously is late. Um, but I just feel like universally, I think, I think like 205 is okay. Or I agree. I agree. I remember having this fight with my yeah. supervisors at Ryder. Yeah. I, and and I remember saying, you know, like here in the real world where, you know, I see nobody does a thing before eight minutes after the hour anyway, <laughs> that there is effectively no difference when I punch in. And, um, you know, he vehemently disagreed with me. And, yeah. and, and then you're right. Work and socially are different things. Um I know I, there's a socially, there, I, socially I would never uh, yeah, uh, never, yeah, yeah. Ever, ever ever yeah you would never be late socially but you would I would work. never accuse someone of being late oh you would me, never accuse for being five yeah, yeah. minutes late yeah I wouldn't care no I wouldn't care no. I think and also I think then so okay let's say we just all agree as a species that you know 205 is fine but anything 215 and onwards is is like late I feel like it's 10 and, I feel like it's Whatever Maybe. it whatever it is, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then the next phase is okay. Are is that person owed uh, a text? Like, hey, like if you're if you're if I'm going oh, yeah. to meet if I'm going to meet you at a restaurant and it's two ten and I'm not there yet. Yeah, what is the etiquette? Should proper etiquette dictate that I send you a text and say, hey, obviously I'm running late, or uh, or or if like it's five two and it'd be like, hey, I'm on my way, but I'm going to be about 10, 15 minutes late. Well, that is what you would do. Actually, you would, you would, you. Where's would, that line though? Because I wouldn't do that for if, for five after. I really, I don't think that I would. No, you're right. Yeah. But uh, I, I, ah, oh, fuck. There's like, I mean, it's again, it's subjective. Again, it's 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 um, you know, user beware. It's yeah. Um, it's it's know your partner in the situation. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. No, but I mean, knowing your partner though also doesn't. There's <laughs> things out of your control. Yeah, for sure. Like, let's say, like you know. You're like, oh, Steve has to be in his seat before the lights go down in the in the theater. Like, has to be right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I got to be there on time. Yeah, I'm hitting every red light. I'm yep. fucked. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. you you can acknowledge that it's important that you understand that you need to be there on time because you're going to see a movie with me specifically. Yes. But yeah. then if you start hitting red lights and whatever, or or a guy cuts you off, you know what I mean? Whatever. Um, there's just things you can't control. But sure. Anyway, I mean, uh, anyways. It was kind of interesting <laughs> that you brought that up because, like, when you said, "Oh, sorry, I'm late," I looked at the clock; it was uh-huh. only two o five. And literally, like four days ago, I had this conversation with a bunch of people about what is late. Yeah. So. And I, at my current new job, I've been there two months now. My new boss is really, really like, like at the first minute of a meeting, he's there and he's yep. talking. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's not, waiting, he's not waiting for anybody to log in. Right. Um, right. Uh, so I am. I am newly conditioned. I've been to training where like they close the door and lock it. Yeah. Like if training starts at eight, they, the door is closed and locked. Sure. Yeah. I had, I had classes like that in college, which I think is illegal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Like meaning like if you're one minute late, you're not getting you're in, you, you have to go report back to your boss and say that you missed training. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, kind of a funny, funny human thing. So anyways, Jared today. Um, oh, here we go. This is, I mean, this episode will air on tomorrow, which is, of course, 9 11. Uh-huh. And for the rest of our fucking lives on 9 11, we're going to have, there's going to be a big thing about, you know, the, yeah. that important day, which of course yeah. was important, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's all, but I remember, important. I remember being traumatized on that day. I no, think. it was awful. It was, it I remember, it, like, to think about like it. Columbine, who I was just doing, uh, what year was it, 94, 99 with, with some other group guys. And, uh, 
Yeah. It was the Columbine year. It must have been 94. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching that live. And I watched 9-11 live too, because I yeah. came off nights. So I was just, you come home in the morning, you turn the TV on. Um, and there it was. But um, more importantly, though, tomorrow 9-11 is Christy McDermott's birthday. So we'll make sure we post something on the page. Happy birthday, Christy, of course. Yes. Um, Jared. Yes. Why is it so hard to make a... Uh, video game into a movie well steve i have a lot of thoughts on that <laughs> especially after um watching these two yeah. these two fine examples of um video game adaptations steve and um i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna skip to the end okay <laughs> i'm just gonna get i'm just gonna put, put it out there i'm gonna solve the problem right here right now yeah these games were not written to be great stories they were written right. to be fun games right right so they were a fun level was designed, an attractive character was created, fun mechanics for fighting were invented. You know, the things that you do when you're trying to make a fun game, that's what went into making these games, great games. No amazing story writing was needed to do that, <laughs> to make these money-making games. So, uh, so trying to apply stories to these games that make um good movies uh is it's a challenge and it's like working backwards right it's the most difficult creative challenge it's i know what my end point i know what is supposed to be and now i have to find an inspired um you know way to get there you know instead of starting from inspiration you know a fantastic idea nobody's done yet um i have to recreate this thing but in this other art form that needs other pieces that don't exist necessarily unless you're a great game like the last or the last of us yeah the last of us right which had the best story ever which made the best tv show ever right um games back in 1990s era were not written to have the greatest story ever uh they again i'm gonna repeat myself if i if i go on and say they didn't need to be um, but but that but that I think is the answer to the question, Steve. It's like it's like the greatest creative challenge, and I think we have two great examples of attempts here that swing and miss in com in completely totally different ways. They're like they they both fail to me, but but they fail for completely different reasons and in completely different ways. They're completely different movies with completely different value levels to me um, when I look when I watch them now. Um, but but both in both cases I was like, yeah, I mean, why would I expect a Mortal Kombat movie to have a good story. The game doesn't really have a story. <laughs> and then they, they had to try to come up with one. And that's a hard thing to do. Like how often does anybody at any like great big studio with, with all the money in the world to throw around, how often do they get it right? It's a rare thing to succeed at that. Um, and uh, I, 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 just, I just think um, I remember this era of films or, or are back I mean, it's hard. Like, these movies are from two different decades, so it's almost like they're from two different eras. Um, but I remember back um, then, you know, caring about the video game adaptation genre, but never really get, like thinking that anybody was ever going to get it right. Or, or I, I okay, I, sh I should I shouldn't say I care. I don't care. <laughs> I've never I never really thought. Oh, I hope somebody gets a video game adaptation right. Maybe about Halo. Uh, I've given up on that. Um, but I, I, I mean, like the video games are not about the stories. The video games are about, are they fun to play? Right. And 
And and we'll, like, let's talk about the movies um, so we can get in more specifics uh, instead of just speaking in general terms like I'm speaking right now. But I mean, tell me if you disagree with me at all, or if you think I'm missing anything. But I think that's the 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 thrux, the the general reason uh, why why this genre has you know mostly failed uh, until recently. You know, the, I hear this new Super Mario Brothers movie was awesome. It, I know it did really well. I've watched a little bit of it here and there because my kids uh, really like it, um, but I don't have time to like sit down with it. <clears throat> um, but I hear it's great. And I think there have been other examples recently, but it's not a genre that I, I, I still am like following or anything. Um, and uh, I thought I had never watched either of these movies before this assignment. Um, but after watching them, I, I remember them. So I must have watched them at some point and, it just wasn't very memorable to me, um, but I, I have a lot of thoughts about them both. So let's get into it. Sorry, I've talked for a long time and you've said nothing. Are you still there? Yeah, so I'm just waiting for you to finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> like, yeah, I've got some things there which need to be, you know, please go, please go, dismissed, and some things which, of course, you're right on about. Okay. Um, the, first of all, I guess, I mean, I think we know what the answer is, but how do you define success? And that's going to be, uh, you know, the studios will say money, right? They don't care. Sure. They don't care if it's zero percent of Rotten Tomatoes. If it makes a billion dollars, they don't care. But sure. um, so there has been plenty of films, including the two we're going to talk about that performed well at the box office over the right. years. Right. Um, there actually isn't a lot to pull from prior to 2003, which is the premise of this show, right? 20 years or older. There's yep. only, there was only seven movies, comic video game to movie adaptations made in the, <laughs> prior to 2003. Right. Um, we pulled six of them. So, I mean, there just isn't a lot to choose from. Right. Um, box office wise. Yeah. They've done okay. Obviously the Mario brothers movie, the new one's made over well over a billion. So it's doing really well. Critically. Uh, I hear what you're saying, but those, these two movies today aren't alone. Right. Um, generally speaking, the majority of video game to movie adaptations score poorly. The right. highest one ever is 2019's Angry Birds movie two at 73. Um, so even the Mario movie, which is what $1.4 billion at the box office only is rotten at 59%. I hated those Angry Birds movie. My kid watched them for a bit. Um, I... The top two or three rated films are like two of them are Sonic movies with Jim Carrey and one's Angry Those Birds. Those are the ones I was trying to think of. Yeah. The other one's Pikachu. Like it's it's like the higher rated films, and I mean the highest being seventy three, uh, is far and away the highest. Are animated and or like fun, campy type stuff, mm -hmm. um, not serious films or not like what not dark, violent type stuff. Um, so generally speaking, yeah, like these movies don't perform well critically. They they haven't didn't back then, and they didn't now. And yeah, a lot of that is because. Um, like you said, video games, like the, the satisfaction in video gaming is derived directly from the gameplay. The story is going to be yes. secondary always. Right. Yes. Um, but the problem is video games have a lot of time though, and they're, they can sort of drag a thing. It's almost long form their storytelling. Cause right. if you're playing a game, it takes you 10 hours to a day and they do a sequels like the, like, like, you know, there's a lot of stories are drawn out. Yep. There is success for adaptations on the TV side. Big success for adaptations. Right. You just mentioned right. one. Um, but but again, TV is long form. So mm -hmm. a TV show has the time to do that story properly. Films cannot. Okay. They just don't have the time. Yep. Um, like a movies, like movies have to do in any adaptation, whether it's books, comic books, or video games, movies have more to do with less plot-wise, right? Mm -hmm. So they only have one to two hours to do what video games and books can do over many, many hours. So um, you're just up against it right away, no matter what. 
So yeah, that, you know, you point exactly what you were saying is how like the story is just, it would take the writing likes which have never been seen, right? Yeah. To adapt, so, especially like one of the ones that the movies we're talking about, prop, you know, in in a proper way. Also, though, you're you're there's this balancing act between like audience demands and commercial realities, right? So you have a pre-existing fan base that you have to sort of appease, but also if for this movie to earn money, it has to appeal to general audiences as well. So you can't. It's like this is the thing with comic book movies, which they've had they had to overcome it, right? This idea, this that sweet spot between those two, right? The push and pull right. between those two different types, very two different types of of crowds. Um, but yeah, so it, that's basically the general idea here. That's what we're looking at, right? So, um, and it's really kind of interesting how we we're starting with these two films because they're. Um, you know, made okay dollars, but uh, critically just hammered. Uh, anyway, so yes, <laughs> Mortal Kombat release date August eighteenth, nineteen ninety five. Thank you. I was hoping you were directed by Paul W S Anderson. He would go on to do all the Resident Evils, written by Kevin Droney, starring Lyndon Ashby, Carrie Harioku Tagawa, Bridget Wilson, of course, from Billy Madison. Billy Madison's girlfriend. Yep. yep. The, the the amazing Christopher Lambert, yes. uh, Robin Shu and Talisa Soto, um, she's married to somebody famous. Uh, the box it made 122 million on a 20 million budget. Oh, holy so, crap! Yeah, and its Rotten Tomato score is 47. percent um, Quick trivia: Cameron Diaz was originally cast as Sonya Blade, the role that would go to Bridget Wilson, but dropped out due to wrist injury and was replaced. Um, Wilson had accepted a role in Billy Madison after being passed up in Mortal Kombat editions in favor of Diaz. So she had the luckiest injury she ever got. And so had to fly out to Mortal <laughs> Kombat the morning after her last day of filming Billy Madison's. And then um, she didn't get any training time. So she would literally like the other, all the other guys had weeks to, to learn martial arts and stuff. She had to like learn what she could learn only what was required for the scene she was filming. Right, right oh. before, right before she saw it, shot it. Hmm. So kind of crazy. Um, I mean, I mean, not not when you look at the content of the. No, 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 no. It's yeah, she's sorry. Yeah, no, well, she's listen. She, you can no, you can tell she's she's stiff. She's not like this. It, she doesn't look like someone who's been practicing martial arts for yeah, oh yeah, no, for yeah. a number of years, which she hasn't been. So there you go. Um, the so I mean, Mortal. Okay, so Mortal Kombat. I didn't really play. I. Mortal Kombat. I think we like we were we were more Tekken people, if I remember. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, um, Mortal Kombat was obviously massively popular. I think um, somebody out there, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was the first video game to have blood on it. Um, uh, first one I remember. I think I, I've got like a couple of history of video gaming books here, uh, and I uh, my brain isn't what it used to be, but I'm pretty sure Mortal Kombat has the distinction of having the first blood, like like whatever blood. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, huge game. So I mean, like everything else, right? Studios they scoop up anything <laughs> that's popular and yep. turn it into a film. So yep. uh, Mortal Kombat. So I mean, it it's it. So yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> this this episode really is going to be like, you know, it could be a, a so bad it's good episode, or <laughs> right, or it could be a so bad it's still bad. But like, it's just. It, there's it's th these films are universally accepted as being poorly made films yes i th i don't think this this isn't going to be a discussion about 
Like, um, I, you know what? I, we might disagree on that point for the next one, but yeah. Um, I I think that like, well, I think one has an excuse and one doesn't. Anyways, sure. Um, but yeah, so like it's. I mean, Mortal Kombat is definitely poorly made, and I would go so far to call it spaghetti in that, like, by the end of this movie, they've given up on trying and they're just getting through it. Uh, to my, in my opinion, like, it's, it's like objectively bad, but I have a different opinion about the next one. I don't think, I don't think the next one is much, is much better. Um, uh, well, okay. Well, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that. Um, so, yeah, this movie received like 47%. So, I mean, that's, that's half, right? So mm-hmm. half, 50 people out of 100 at least liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the martial arts sequences apparently were well-liked. I, I, I know I saw this. I know I saw this when it, when it, when it came out, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, people liked the atmosphere, the production values, but criticized the performances, the script, and the toned down violence from the game. So, yeah. um, of course, that's this is what we just talked about. So where a studio obviously feels like, you know, they need to hit all four quadrants. So you know, that's why comic book movies are PG 13 too, right? Like they right. need, they need that rating to appeal to more people. Right. So here, but now, but you know, here you're adapting a violent game. So yeah. right away, you know, you're pissing off the hardcore mortal, mortal combat fans, right? Because you, you're making a less violent version of a game that is dependent on its violence, which people liked it because the of the reason yeah. it became popular was yeah. it's graphic murder. It's, it's, it's yeah. fatalities. The blood and the guts and the gore was the reason people you had to be good enough at the game to get to those fatalities. And that made you cool. And it was a huge payoff. And it was disgusting. <laughs> um, and usually done in a funny way um, to make it appealing to kids. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's really hard, evil. Like, the best I know, but like. The the funny part for me though about all any of these films that are like this combat style like Mortal Kombat um, or whatever, uh, like the, the the it's already out there like the the template yeah. is there yeah. just fucking do what Bloodsport did right no you're like, you're, you're so right no, yeah that's, like that's even exactly though Bloodsport even though Bloodsport of course is not a adapted for many you're, you're right? making you're making yeah. Bloodsport with superpowers you're supposed to yeah be making Bloodsport with superpowers it's simple it's a yeah. template it's they're right trying there. to make they're trying to make lemonade out of fucking stones here out of tomatoes right like you're like talking about the story right like they took like this tiny minuscule bit of story and 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 they they need an hour and a half they got an hour and a half to fill uh-huh. um and all he did was take away from like what the you know like what was what was attractive about the game in the first place and that's what i'm saying all like all they had to do was just drop these guys in a put them in some like the tournament they come up with is like this you know the universe saving tournament and it only happens every so many years and you fight all the former champions and all this like it's 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 complicated for no reason Uh um you know and then that's the problem is that like it tries to take itself a little too seriously Yeah. yeah and it's like it's 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 bending and breaking so many times in every scene. You can see it like they try and hold it together, but then like late like uh, Lambert's Raiden is ridiculous, obviously, yes. especially yeah. compared to the game. So it's like yeah. things kind of are going okay, and then uh, Raiden comes in and he's awful, or Goro comes in and he's awful, and that's again a product of the time with the special effects and stuff. 
there's a funny thing I read too about how like the guy who was operating Goro could only do it for two minutes at a time because there was he would stop being able to breathe because <laughs> it was like airtight. Yeah. Goro seemed <laughs> yeah airtight or something. Goro but... seemed like he had functional problems in a lot of scenes. Like it, yeah, it no, it, like it, somebody, it, it it seemed like a struggle. It yeah. broke down a lot apparently. Yeah, yeah. so um, so it's. It's it, it again. It's like it's 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 funny that it's a show about combat and fighting because it's like it's really just, it's fighting with itself, isn't it? Yeah. Um, like it's it, it's constantly at, at at odds with it with it with itself. And you know, I I it went through different scripts. Like it was it was it was an easy film to make. It went through a lot of shit, but it, it's for sure a bit of a rush job. It had no you know. It's it, again. It's just it's just not. It's too apart from what the what was attractive about the game in the first place. So. You know, it, it fails right away. Um, it's funny because like people were giving sort of like a hard time. Uh, I kind of liked like Robin Shu as uh, the main bad guy. What's his name? Not Lang Shen. Uh, whatever his name is. Which the main, main bad, bad guy. guy? Which main bad guy do you mean? Um, sorry, uh, caught me off guard. Uh, um. Uh, Liu Kang is the good guy. Shang Tsung. Is Shang Tsung. Yeah. yeah. Ka- that's Kerry Hiroyoko Takahashi. Oh, okay. Who's Robin? Is Robin Shu? Oh, Robin Shu's the... Um... I'm getting the guys mixed Robin up. Robin Shu is Liu Kang, the good guy. Right. Okay. Sorry. I got the got my Asian characters mixed up. Um, I kind of liked, uh, you know, those performances. He's likable. Yeah, and, yeah, and and Shang Tsung and Kerry is a classic. It, he's 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 a master at this. And yeah, he's shown up in a lot of stuff. Um, and he had he had great um he had great costumes. Uh, yeah, anybody, anybody yeah. in this, he had a great costume. Yeah, um, like I thought they were they, those guys were good. Um, it's all the white people that were fucking awful in this movie. Yep. Um, like all of them. Yep. Um, so it's too like that, you know, it's just uh and this is was a combination of the first two games apparently, but um yeah, like I, I think I feel like there was just like again talking about like how like it's at odds with each other. So like you have half the cast, which is which is seems to be d- doing great, and the other half isn't doing great at all. So it's like yeah. you know, you, you never get like a consistent scene. There's not one scene that that's successful from start to finish. And so you add up all these unsuccessful scenes and you end up with an unsuccessful film, obviously. So um, it's also limited by like 90s technology, like too much of it just looks awful. Um, Awful. Yeah. um, Like the fights aren't the like some of them, I guess, are okay, But like, no, no, there's a couple that are all right. But like the the Sonya Blade, Liu Kang one is terrible. Yeah. and just like him, that character in general is just bad. But like his scene where he's eating dinner and inter- interacting with with Goro there, it's like where they're just having this long conversation. This goes on way too long. And yeah. you have like these two. Kano, you mean? Kano, Kano yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. You have Kano and, and, and Goro just sitting there talking for like way too long, like yeah. having a conversation. Him eating, him eating chicken. Chicken by the like the big, the big, yeah. the big thigh or leg yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's like. It, Sh- should have been one line each and then cut to somebody else walking in and but no they dragged it out for like a minute or two minutes yeah Uh, so it's just it ends up like i said you just have too many unsuccessful scenes pieced together um um you know the soundtrack was all right i guess you know sort of had that like you know upbeat thing it was kind of the highlight i thought yeah Yeah. and um 
And listen, this was this was number one of the box office for three weeks in a Unbelievable. row. Right. Unbelievable. And that was like and that was kind of the year for that thing, though. It's a weird year at the box office because a lot of so like, uh, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight films took up half the year at the box at, at number one. So like other films that three weeks or more that year were Legends of the Fall, Outbreak, Apollo 13, Seven, Get Shorty, Toy Story. Like it was a. It was a year to do that for some reason, and it yeah. was a year I did not go to the movies, man. You didn't see, you didn't see any of those. You would have saw <laughs> some of those movies, yeah. I um, feel like I didn't. Maybe um, get shorty, maybe. And uh, but yeah, Mortal Kombat was number one in for three weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, there's like just not so much to say about it, but <laughs> it's um, like it's it's bad, and I think it's one of those things where you know time heals all wounds so i don't know you know i'm sure there are people out there who it's one of who will put it under the it's so bad it's good category but i'm not one of them yeah yeah i agree with you yeah. so um uh any 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 further thoughts or are we ready for judgment yeah i'm good with judgment yeah finish him <laughs> flawless victory um yeah they didn't even like really nail those things right like the like the and we're all waiting for them to say the line and it's just like man it's only the song yeah it's kind yeah. of a letdown right when yeah. they're like you that's like say the thing and then they say it and you're like nah. um definitely um yeah this is going back on the shelf for sure for me yeah. <laughs> goodbye yeah. bye bye okay steve i'm with you a hundred percent um what a wasted opportunity this movie is. Imagine you're a movie studio and you get the rights to Mortal Kombat and you decide not to put the fucking fatalities in your fucking movie. The only reason people love Mortal Kombat yeah. is the fucking fatalities. That was the secret fucking sauce. It's like, why don't we let, let's make an adaptation of this Star Wars book, but let's not put the lightsabers in. Like we don't need that part. <laughs> um no, no, no. This this was a this was set up to fail from the beginning and and then so much failure was piled on top of so much failure uh, after that point. Um, like whoever was steering the ship, and I suspect Christopher Lambert had a lot to do with steering the ship. I don't know for sure, obviously. I didn't do my research. But um, this Raiden role just felt like, uh, like mm, you know, it like raised him up as some kind of uh, like, like, uh, uh genre godfather right like 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 look it's the highlander guy right yeah yeah that's why that's yeah. why we have a white raiden yeah. it's the highlander guy and we're gonna just let him monologue and monologue and monologue um which like monologuing was never his fucking strength and i don't know why people didn't get that but um like i don't know like what else i can't forgive this movie for the 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 embarrassingly bad 1995 CGI, but even in 1995, I was like, "Why did you do this then? If like if you can't right. do it any better than that, then why did you do this then?" Like, and um, uh, like uh, the like the cardboard characters, like the like Goro just runs around going Rawr! like a fucking child's cartoon, and this this movie was made for children and. Making a Mortal Kombat movie for children is just a fucked up idea in the first place. It, it doesn't make sense. It's a rated R video game. Well, and... they also they do weird things too, though. Like when when they introduce um, Sub Zero and Scorpion, he says these norm like normally mortal enemies, but now fighting 
on the yeah. same side or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what? They write, Tell they us write, why. Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. 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 And then they <laughs> like, write in this emperor. The two, the two coolest looking fucking characters in the movie. Yeah. Tell us what? Why? Why would you say that? Tell us why you said that. Yeah. 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 They write in this emperor character. They write in this whole at world thing. This whole thing where oh, if they win ten tournaments in a row, then they get to invade Earth. But that's just the rules they live by. They, they could probably just invade Earth if they wanted to, but they're just oh, the these, emperor at the end is insanely. They're bad. just it's and insane. the ending. Yeah, no, it's yeah. so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skip yeah. to like why I called it a spaghetti movie because when yeah. you get to the ending, they're just like fuck it. <laughs> throw yeah. somebody in a makeup chair we need an emperor and like <laughs> yeah fuck it right like yeah um and and i can't believe you said there's actually a sequel to this um but i guess you said it made a lot of money at the box office and i forgot i forgot like i was really turned off by movies in this year i remember this ruling the box office and i remember i think i think i did go to see it or maybe we we went to see it together i don't know but i i think i did go to see it and i think remember hating it and thinking everybody's crazy for this this movie being so successful like um yeah, so it, it it spawned a sequel. Um, both of these films we're going to talk about spawned one sequel and one remake each. So it's Mortal Kombat Annihilation would come out a couple years later. It received a 4% score on Rotten Tomatoes, so, so way less than the first same one. Same cast, same director? Like, wh- and it only like, made, what's the same? And it only made $51 million. Well, I'm not surprised. Like, surprised. like, ooh, like, lost tons of money. Same, no, different director, same cast, though. Um, like, just, yeah, like, just annihilated. Annihilation, there you go. Um, and then the remake, of course, came out uh, two years ago, Mortal Kombat, only made 84 million by today's yeah. box uh and and, and a, very mixed reception a 55 on uh rotten tomato score so it's they just and that one's fucking bloody as hell right yeah, so yeah but yeah, I, I don't i i i think the fights were still awful even though they tried to recreate the the violence and the gore but i mean well, just mortal combat hasn't been relevant in 20 sure, or since the 90s true. so that's that true. that audience just isn't there anymore yeah, yeah but anyways so probably but um another thing i can't forgive this movie for is the fight scenes and i'm surprised you said people liked the martial arts scenes in this movie mm-hmm. i thought they were terrible terribly filmed terribly choreographed i thought it looked like um they were just filming their rehearsals in in, in most of this fight most of these fights um so i i was really surprised you said that because i, th- I think the fight scenes are terrible i think the action scenes are mostly mostly ter- like with a couple of exceptions um I, I like I said, I thought a couple weren't oh, were fine. Yeah, I yeah. didn't hate them all, but both both I hated movies, most of them, yes. Yeah. Both these movies I feel are, are very similar in that they involve like big uh set pieces of tombs um that get blown up in the end. Sure. Um and um like uh they remind me uh well uh honestly this movie reminds me of uh, a very poor um imitation or um cousin of Big Trouble in Little China. Um, which has like a much better version of Raiden in it, in my opinion, and <laughs> it, and and handles the fun uh, part of all of this violence and also the fights. Uh, I thought it uh, handles a lot better too. Um, so, um, which which like shouldn't be the case in a movie about sure. f- about fighting for sure, right? For like sure. Big Trouble is not about fighting, right? Um, this movie is called it's called fucking Mortal Kombat. Yes. Like it's about fighting and it's and, about, and again and, it's. it's it's mortal crazy. fighting <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah right yeah like like blood sport is like a great fucking fight movie right yeah 
and and all you wanted to do was make another one of those so like i again yeah um but 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 they focus more on world building and canon building and trying to set up a, a universe here i think than the martial arts i think that fell by the wayside big big time and uh you get stuff like johnny cage like swinging on uneven bars doing like an olympic olympic <laughs> gymnastics routine in the middle of a fight scene right yeah and you and you and and you get um not sub-zero the other one uh scorpion scorpion like doing all the lines from the video game but like like not really speaking them they're like voiceovers obviously like yeah and it's just like completely completely like reality starts to break down right yeah. like it, it starts to go like meta at some point like like johnny cage and he and he end up like in like a level from the video game at one point and they start dropping through the levels like you do in part two so i'm glad you mentioned this was um part one and two combined because that was from part two not part one yeah yep um so like that was where as a fan of the game i was like oh yeah i see now you're trying to recreate the game exactly in in this part of the movie but but then you're not doing the fatality which was the best part of this level of the game um so it sucks as a fan of the game right so you're you're doing it to me again you're fucking you're, you're tickling my my nuts with a feather and then you're you know you're fucking off on me um right. so um there's no, there's no payoff for for fans of the actual game um, who are looking for that? Uh, so, I mean, I've accused it of that many, many times. What else can I accuse this of? Um, Sonya Blade's character is 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 written so misogynistically. Um, she's like, she's really treated as a piece of meat. And at the same time, another note about her character: um, a precursor for the uh, hero of our next movie. I think. Um, I think Lara Croft's design probably um, owes a little bit of the popularity of the design of her character in Mortal Kombat, um, you know, visually. Um, and uh, what else did I want to say about this? Um, I don't know, man. Uh, it's a bad movie. <laughs> well, then wrap it up if you want. Yeah. Let's you wrap want. it up, I <laughs> guess. Yeah, I, 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 could, I could go on. We already talked about the ending, though. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, after what you just been through, the ending being really awful shouldn't really uh, blow you away. But it it manages to reach a new depth uh, by the time it gets there. Oh, it's it's insane! Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, so yeah, um, uh, please be kind and never ask me to watch this movie again. Let's put this back in the shelf forever, and um, and move on, and move on. And perfect. <laughs> All right. So Vitality. yeah. Definitely, yeah, not a flawless victory. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, up next, um, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, released Lara date June 15, 2001, directed by yep. Simon West. Um, the screenplay adaptation story is by way too many people to mention. Like, this thing got thrown around like fucking crazy, it took mm -hmm. forever to get done. Mm -hmm. Starring, of course, Angelina Jolie, um, John Voigt. Uh, Lane Glenn for you Game of Thrones fans, Noah Taylor, and a very young pre-Bond Daniel Craig, um, who looks almost the same, doesn't he? That guy's yeah. aged very well. Yeah. Um, uh, again, this movie, even though it cost a lot more, $115 million budget, it made $274.7 million at the box office, which um, was you know quite a bit of money. The first, uh, the biggest female led at the time, I believe. So it had a you know, did well at the box office uh, with on a Rotten Tomatoes score of 20 percent. 
Um, it, it, it spawned, it was of course, it, because it made money. So it spawned a sequel, Tomb Raider and the Cradle of Life, and only improved by 4% on Rotten Tomatoes and made uh, a lot less money at 160, mm. 160 million. So it bombed, wow, wow. Uh, lost money for the studio. And of course, the remake, um, the Alicia Vikander one from 2018, Tomb Raider, 53% rotten score, and made almost the exact same amount of money as the first one, 270, only $53,000 less than the, the 1995 one um and but it's so many years later so again it, almost the same similar reaction to the first one for the remake right like 50 50 basically um and the money wasn't there to uh to keep going with it so which i kind of didn't mind the remake um but anyways so uh yeah so this this movie had had was had problems in mm. all three phases pre filming and post-production mm-hmm. um you know it just i don't know it was a weird thing because you know, again immensely immensely popular game changed you know so many things for the gaming industry people it didn't it doesn't just have fans it has fucking like wacko crazy people who are obsessed with it mm-hmm. um first i know a very powerful female-led video game which wasn't a thing at the time not in north america um so huge and so of course here's a and also a video game with kind of a story right like um something that you could it's a game you're it's a game you're playing you can visually you could see it you know being more of an action rpg yeah so um you know it it makes a lot of sense of course why they did it but it's got so many weird things with it you know like american playing a brit and a blit print and a brit playing an american in the lead parts and like um it's the big thing you know with this movie was it it Oh God, because I really fucking hate John Voight. So it was hard for me to watch. <laughs> He's also like, did he not, does he not too sound exactly like Anthony Hopkins? <clears throat> oh, when he, when he does a British accent, like I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, but I don't expect you to watch this movie again, but maybe just do, like, bug me. just do like a YouTube clip or something. It's it, like, it's it sounds exactly like Anthony Hopkins. So I'm thinking yeah. the whole time, like just get Anthony Hopkins. Um, yeah. And then I wouldn't have to look at John Voight, who of course we hate because he's a fucking Nazi. But um, uh, I, I will talk later about how I feel like their family relationship. It like overshadows this viewing experience for me. Like it bugs me that. He's- well, it does only because now we have, we know too much about right. it. Right, Their overexposure. Yeah. yeah. Added and then a, they and, added a dimension to this. And of course they fucking hate each other and da, 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 da. Yeah. So, um, so I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> this, this, I think the twenty percent score is totally appropriate with this movie. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's not any, a great movie. No, I know it's like there's too, there's too many fucking things that go nowhere. Too many threads pulled that go nowhere. The, uh-huh. Like the scenes don't end; they just move on to another scene. Uh-huh. Characters just disappear, and we never hear from them again. Uh-huh. Um, and and the special effects to me look dated. Like at least Mortal Kombat has the excuse of nine of ninety nineties effects. Tomb Raider does not. It came out the same year as like fucking Harry Potter, Fellowship of the Ring. Like mm-hmm. like the effects are there, exist. So yeah. why do they look so fucking bad? I don't understand why. Um, the physical effect stuff looks okay. When, you know, um, I'll give this to Angelina Jolie. She performed a lot of her own stunts. Um, which was, you know, cool for her. Although I read this fucking stupid thing, which made me laugh out loud. We're like, you know, the one scene where she's swinging on like the log thing. Yep. With a little stupid, unnecessary pointer that just, just yep. to poke, just to poke that just container poke of water. That, that water <laughs> thing. Um, two stunt people. Okay. Professional stunt people. Yep. 
had to take gravel after standing on it for two minutes and couldn't stand up on it. But she, she gets up, she got got on it and they're like and she popped right up. Uh-huh. Professional stunt people. Okay. Anyways, I think it's bullshit. Um I, I, I bet you it's not, but I believe that she was able to do it because she did do it. We're watching her do it. It's, it's one of those stories where everybody in the room just worships her. So they just they just I think that has a light. I'm glad you said that parts. because I think this movie is just this big fucking jerk off fest. Oh, Angelina Jolie, exactly. not only the way she's depicted on screen, obviously, very sexualized, you know, you know, oh. obviously, because the, the, the character in the game is, too. Um, yeah. um, but the whole Tanya like, Bladish. Go the ahead. whole like just like it's it's just too it's too much Angelina Jolie and you know there's the famous thing about her boobs where like actually they actually had to like pad her bra for it um yeah. to make her boobs even bigger and she's yeah. and she's of course isn't you know isn't the small breasted person to begin with but but the, but but she had to look like video game physics which are not <laughs> real physics but but they but but she does it, like in this movie they achieved it but it's yeah. stupid it's stupid like and the whole time i'm the whole time i'm looking at her thinking you look stupid and what's crazy too is that like they want us to believe that she was like the first and only choice where she wasn't <laughs> she yeah. was like people turned down this film before no, she this was her it. dream project you could tell she, yeah. she took this project over she got on the phone to everybody in hollywood to get on to, to help her with every little detail that's why there's so many writers dude like when as soon as you said that i was like of course because every like every day she was like i don't fucking like this part of the scene and she probably had a fight with the writer who wrote it and then she called a different writer probably every fucking day she probably did that kind of shit right she probably like, never stopped yeah. never stopped meddling right um, um like the MacGuffin in this film is ridiculous it makes no sense like if, if she like if she really wanted to stop these guys then just do nothing because right. then time runs out right no no the, the <laughs> bad guys the bad guys had yeah. no clue yeah where to find what they were looking for until she found it and brought it to them how about just destroy the clock yeah except she yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. and none of this happens so yeah. like this they, there wasn't like the writing isn't good enough to convince me that like exactly. oh she, she's only going along with this because she has a higher purpose so like exactly. i know they casually throw out like um oh well if we, if we complete this mission we can go back in time we can save your father right i know that's sort of like the underlying thing here but uh -huh. like you never really get a sense that that's like even us, we didn't think you don't get a sense that, that it's possible to do that or that she can trust any of those guys to to right. fulfill right. that thing. So right. like she's this is like it's almost like the, you know, that thing about Indiana Jones where like he actually doesn't do anything in the film <laughs> like he doesn't. Right. right. Like this is this that that's what she is in this film. Like she's just tits and uh, and stunts. And yeah. and like like. I I think Angelina Jolie is a fine actress, um, not in this. And nope. I think because I think, number one, she has nothing to work with. I think the script is fucking awful. There's yep. way too many things, like I said, that go nowhere. The plot makes no sense. They have her doing things that like, even though she's, you know, the chosen one, there's it's, it you're stretching even, you know, my imagination with some of the stuff they have her do. Um, and to come through it just like completely unscathed to me is insane. Um, it's what I like the thing they, they went too far the other way with the remake. Like for an hour and a half, we just watched them beat the shit out of Elisa Vikander. <laughs> like, <laughs> have you seen the new one? 
no, no. Yeah, I like she literally, that. like she gets, like she's completely bloody and filthy that entire, as she probably would be. That's what right? you would expect. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. So like it, it makes sense and she's got no, and she's the opposite of, she's got no boobs, right, at all. So it's like, it's so funny how they went the, <laughs> the other direction, right? Like as yeah. in, whether it's a thing of the time, whether the changing times or like, you know, what they what they want to see on screen. Oh, no, definitely the aesthetic yeah. has changed. Yeah. The, pop, the popular aesthetic has changed. Um. And and it proved to be you know you know maybe you know better critically but you know not box office wise but again I also think that 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 slice of fans are gone now like like I, the same with Mortal Kombat I don't I, I don't yeah. the last remake coincided with a re release of the video game it did it did successful. which which so I've only played the first Tomb Raider and I played the Rise of Tomb Raider the newest one which is fucking which I really enjoyed right um. But I, but I don't think enough, like, I don't, I don't think it was, it didn't capture, it didn't capture the imagination like the first Tomb Raider did. Sure. And that, those fucking video game boys back then were all about like jerking off to a game they could play as well. Right. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. um, just a different crowd and that crowd's gone now. And I think that like, you know, if, if the new one was supposed to be a more positive, uh, you know, role model for women, they didn't go see it. Or only, or only women saw it, <laughs> right? Like yeah. it didn't make, an, it didn't make enough money. Like they, they want, they wanted to make a sequel to that one so fucking bad, and they can't justify it. Seemed to me like the new one was just trying to tell a good story and make a good movie rather than achieve those uh, ideals, like Angelina Jolie was wrapping into her movie, like yeah, like, like it, providing a role model. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like, but they like, yeah, she's she gets the shit beat out of her in the new one um, constantly um good it's it's weird like it's uh like i said it comes out in 2001 it did okay but like you look at the like the number of movies that launched that year like launched a series uh -huh. that, that would like go on to do other things mm -hmm. so the first harry potter the first lord of the rings the mm -hmm. first monsters the first shrek the first oceans 11 um the first mummy or one of them right. the yeah, first yeah. uh like it didn't <laughs> like it didn't and they thought they had one too then they thought they had like they and did. they thought they had one too but it seemed like they did it's uh it there's just again there's so much weird shit in it and things acting oddly and like the the bad accents of course especially between daniel craig and her like uh, why the casting is the casting actually is not great beyond angelina jolie um I, ian, ian glenn i love jorah mormont uh, i didn't i didn't like him because i thought his writing wasn't great I, I thought they were trying to go somewhere with him like have him be like you know where he's like sitting on the couch eating grapes while they're all like trying to pull the the door yep. off the stuff like he, he's trying like i don't think he was flamboyant enough right. i think they were trying to make him like this eccentric flamboyant bad guy but he it didn't work and his dialogue was just way too terrible and cringy yeah. um like he didn't seem very smart ever yeah to me no, yeah, yeah no he seemed like yeah. a guy who was just waiting for his opportunity and just found it sawed and struck more like the daniel craig character snake in the grass terry west or whatever his name is like more like him yeah. like that he's the opportunist yeah and then then they try and imply that him and laura have a thing but then yeah. after after he comes history. after he comes out of the water at the end that's it we don't see him again we have no I, idea I, how that story wrapped up. I, I the ending really bugged me because yeah. when she came, when she comes down the stairs in that dress, I thought she was going outside to him waiting in a car to take her somewhere. 
um and and no they did that stupid fucking robot thing instead um but you're exactly right uh, the robot thing is ridiculous i fuck? fucking fuck? hate the robot thing obviously how could she dra- how could she drag that robot out of the room down was the, the robot a character from the game like i don't know i, I don't remember i've only played the first one in the i felt one. like there must be the there must have been a character in the game where you fight it and then you reprogram it and then it becomes your your buddy and then you can you maybe can even play your music through it because they did that a lot from like playstation you could put like your cds in it and play it with your games sometimes yeah, yeah. Uh, i bet you that was a thing i don't even know because i never played that game but I hope so. I hope that's the reason that scene was in there, because if not, then fuck them. Well, that's like, you know, that's the that's the practical scene where we get to see all the all the shit she can do that's going to pay off later. Right. So but like but it just goes beyond the it goes beyond reason. Like, again, when she's dragging the machine on the floor, like like without even bending over, like it like it weighs 10 pounds, that thing would weigh fucking four thousand pounds. Like it's just there's just too much too much breaks in reality for me, even from a game, even from, or from a movie that that was the thing about the game. Like the game's grounded. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like she's just like, basically, and that's kind of the thing again with the new one. They, they kind of leaned into more. Like they do more explaining about how she's able to do some shit. So like, she's sort of like an MMA person, right? Like right. she, that, that's how she gets her exercise. Um, um, so that explains why she's able to take on men because MMA, especially like jujitsu is all about using their weight against them and stuff like yeah. that and then momentum. So like, you don't need to be any size or strength to do that. So that makes sense. Um, I mean, she doesn't just karate kick a guy in the thigh <laughs> and he goes flying <laughs> into oblivion. Yeah. yeah. Like there's just too much stuff. that doesn't make sense. Scenes just end and you don't like, there's no trend. The transitions in this movie are fucking terrible. Yeah. She's going like when she makes, when she's doing the ridiculous dog, on her feet sled thing to get out of the mountain at the end and then it just yeah. cuts to and all of a sudden we're back at the mansion with her in a dress mm-hmm. where's the the group sigh of relief there's no pay there's no payoff to any scene in this movie yeah it's fucking horrible uh you're right um it's like a video game it's like this happens and then this happens and yeah this happens, and, and there, there doesn't have to be a reason yeah it's not this happens because this happened right. this happened because this has to happen next for the game to progress <laughs> that's it and i uh, think you know i was 25 when this movie came out so i mean I like again i don't remember watching it but it's like i know i saw it but I think it, you know, and you, you know, you would have been, you know, what, 27 or 28, depending, you know, when did this come out? When did I say? Uh, uh, June, June 15th. So, um, yeah, I just, you know, I turned 25 in March and you hadn't turned uh, 48 yet, I guess, right? You'd be 47. 28, 27. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, we're like done with at that point, as far as like I, 2001, you don't get the excuse of technology anymore. No. Right. Obviously. Um, so, again, when you look at the other films that came out that year, like Fellowship of the Ring looks fucking like it was made today. Right. Yep. Like Philosopher's Stone looks great. Yep. Um, they all look great. Um, so the technology is there. They had the budget like the 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 company, right, the video game company was like, had all the money to put into this thing. Yeah. And it looks bad. Yeah. Like I don't get it. Like there's too many scenes. Like those the uh, the statues, like the monkeys at the end. Are, like, yeah. I and like what's was... the fucking point of those? And and then you could just take them down with just by blowing on them. Um, uh, was this before or after the mummy? And was this before or after? Well, Mummy Returns came out the same year, so the first mummy would have been right. So uh, it was just, a couple years just, before. It was just it was just Angelina Jolie said, "I want to do a scene like the mummy." That's it. Yeah. And I mean, if you're going to do have these things come to life and then the, then the big, huge one at the end, that the boss, obviously, that she has uh-huh. to, right? 
then make it like she it's like nothing the worst boss fight it's ever. the you know do you ever watch like the movie pitch meeting guy on youtube he makes those funny yeah yep he's like it's what's the line barely an inconvenience yeah <laughs> right like that yeah. would be the line for that for those scenes he would say yeah, like it. yeah for sure um so it's just just all she all she ends up doing is kicking the swinging pendulum so that it, it goes in his direction <laughs> yeah, a little bit it hits him right. and, and explodes him yeah, yeah right it. like it's and, and, after, after shooting him a thousand times yeah and, and there's just so much stuff like yeah i don't know and then the illuminati stuff the planets like there's no sound science or physics. The Illuminati and, uh, turned involved. out to be the good guys. Who <laughs> were trying to keep this secret buried yeah. forever. I know. <laughs> I know. And then they get like smoked. Um, nothing, every scale and shape, anytime they refer or throw the universe at us, it's it makes it's not even close to what the universe looks oh like the God. galaxy the, like the, the planets aligning and so yeah the, like the perfect what is it yeah. the perfect eclipse because nine planets are aligned first of all we're the third planet so yeah the planets behind us in the eclipse are not an eclipse to us yeah. like yeah. it's only it's only a perfect eclipse if we're on the last planet <laughs> <laughs> that's and, how an eclipse works and so and it's you know like the every five thousand years and then they just yeah. kind of like they kept telling us that right how many times did they say every but five thousand but then the alignment kept having a different time like oh, the alignment's gonna be over in two minutes and then it's like two days later and there's like the alignment's gonna be over in a minute and it's like the alignment the, the next phase of the alignment kept coming up and it's like the alignment just goes on and on and on and or not depending on what the scene calls for it's ridiculous yeah and it's like rather than do nothing and <laughs> let it happen naturally and then that way no one alive will ever be able to do it again right for five thousand years the world's safe fuck it yeah they're, they're determined to go and and you know put it the clock, get the two pieces of the triangle and destroy them separate yes. like yes. that's their plan rather than just wait 72 hours no because secretly lara always wanted to go back in time yeah. and, and no but even the illuminati's plan i mean too yeah right they're there yeah, yeah. their plan yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it just it's insane to me um and like I don't know like the one old guy at the auction he's like he says he can't help her then calls her 10 minutes later and says he's gonna help her like we there's no like yeah but 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 no no there was there was texture there there was he he was drinking that port because he yeah. felt bad because he was gonna yeah. betray her yeah and then he betrayed her by sending her to the bad guy so there was a purpose there but it sucked it was like it, it wasn't was, executed well it was handled was clumsily right? as yeah, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 you're right um and like you know the butler and her tech guy yeah um, it's just fucking cliched fucking yeah they're characters. they're just weird stupid tropes right yeah Noah taylor the most overcast actor of this era and and like i loved him in vanilla sky uh yeah. but by the time we get to this movie i'm so sick of him and his lisp and and the same character over and over again goodbye yeah and like it's just he's he he's not even really providing much like no. he's not like right like you don't and, and it's just weird and like you know she just they wanted to make the character like bruce wayne and they they gave him the bruce that's wayne. right yeah yeah uh, they, uh, they need a microchip or a or an alfred or a, yep. he's got she has both she has microchip and an alfred yes um so she's completely loaded to bear and just you know seemingly indestructible and uh you know the ending with with her the father like i agree the father the family mm. stuff is fucking awful cringy yeah. awful and gag, gag inducing and like so many times where like we see him the croft dad talking to who who the fuck's he talking to he can't see her yeah. and like 
it, it's just it's nonsense and then and then on top of the fact that i just fucking hate john void so it's just like ugh. And, um, and let's think let's, let's let's consider his plan for a minute right yeah she has this one window in five thousand years to do it she's the one person who can do it he has all the information to prepare her for this task but he tells a lawyer to deliver it to her on 20 the years day, later on yeah. the day that she has to figure it all out rather than preparing her completely as a child well he makes a, it a, a challenging puzzle yeah. for her to solve for 20 years reason. 20 years later you know how much can <laughs> you know how much can change in 20 years yeah like, that's assuming she would even want to do it or would be interested in doing or is it. alive still or is alive yeah right yeah right exactly or isn't just like a like a rich drunken crazy person right, right. Like, or the lawyer yeah. who he hires is not dead right like any anything in 20 years anything can happen right no like sense. yeah no it makes no sense um so to me you have, you have all these like weird miscast like bad character work um we need to wrap up here soon this is getting really long i'm sorry yeah, yeah. Too. um uh daniel craig what yeah. the f- like what a waste what a fuck- i just like- i, I want to say this is this is the movie that got him james bond because he was yeah. nobody he was nobody before this and and he is treated like a like a like a piece of meat like like he is just sexualized yeah and, the shirt like, the, the shower scene and yeah. like so so he was angelina's jolie attempt to make this you know the female action movie so like every male centered action movie would have you know a, a piece of ass on screen who's sexually you know scantily clad and treated as a sexual object the daniel craig is the male version of that in this film and i i swear to god it's fucking intentional i swear to god angelina jolie just said this guy is so hot when he's naked i'm putting him in this movie and we're gonna leer at him and women are gonna love it and it's gonna make this movie popular and i I swear to God, that is the reason Daniel Craig is James Bond. Right. Uh, that's that. That was my entire entire take from watching this movie. Yeah, but w- with regard to Daniel Craig, who who kind of elevates it because he's kind of a, like a talented and likable guy, even though his his dialogue is awful, his character is awful. There's really nothing good about any of it. I kind of like him still. I know, <laughs> but I don't. Daniel I never. Craig. You never get like a strong sense that he that he's like he's supposed to be this like a rogue, like do anything for money. Yeah. Right. That's his thing. Sure. Um, like he's not he's not he's he's ambiguous. He's 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 morally gray. He's supposed to be morally gray. Right. Sure. He doesn't he doesn't care. He's like Han Solo. Right. He doesn't fucking but he, care. But he clearly has a past with Angelina Jolie. Clearly. And, and, clearly. And they like each other. And they like each other. No, they're like there's they, they to me, they imply they fucked. Mm hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so but it's just like it's never it's never that clear. Um, he's not effective as as this rogue to yeah. me because because he's never you never get a sense that he's that he's it just i don't know it does have a lot to work with no 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 for sure but and then again at the end he just fucking disappears and what and what does she do with the one time time thing saves him yeah why you'd have like you they don't even like each other they fought the she, whole movie she goes underwater and gives him they, like mouth to mouth resuscitation to, to save him from drowning underwater like 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 they her fought the whole break. movie and then yeah. when he does yeah. get does get stabbed yeah. she has no reaction yeah go back they and watch told, that scene she has zero reaction Good i swear or bad. i yeah. swear they just chickened out and and they rewrote it i, I swear originally they were supposed to go farther and it was supposed to end with him there's a scene it feels like there's lots of scenes missing for me and again yeah. only because there's no transitions these scenes just end and then they're on they're they're literally back on the other side of the world doing something else um yeah so i'm gonna stop because i've been going on too long but um let's get to it it's definitely gone yeah it's 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 pretty yeah it's (sighs) it's back on the shelf for sure so be kind 
Lara Croft Tomb Raider, it's Tomb Raider Steve. And if that's all you have to say about this, yeah, then yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get going and just fucking agree with you. Um, but um, what points do I want to get out besides? Um, I did not hate the visuals as much as you did. I thought they were 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 mostly solid, comparable to the other things that I compared it to, like the Mummy or um, what was the other one I mentioned, Demon Boy. Um, which is, you know, uh, high praise because that's Guillermo del, del Toro. And I'm, I'm sure that um, probably Demon Boy is a lot better visually. But um, still, it reminded me of that a little bit. And it didn't, the visuals didn't take me out so much. The fight choreography definitely took me out. Um, but I felt like this movie compared to Mortal Kombat was a lot more solid in its construction. I felt like the technical work on it was a lot more solid. The cinematography I thought was okay in certain points. There was actually a matte painting when they were in Siberia and they were uh, on the dog sleds heading towards the, the, the uh, tomb that I thought, Oh, that's a kind of a beautiful matte painting. I kind of like this uh, visually. Um, and uh, you know all the all the heavy stylization that that went into Angelina Jolie in this. Um, there's a lot. Of, all the money's on the screen. All the work is on the screen. But the script is just just garbage. The script is fucking garbage. And it's and it's um it's a, it's about what we've been talking about this whole time. It's like video games are not written to be great stories. They're written to be fun experiences. And they go from scene to scene. Um, sometimes without a plot reason, just because you just completed the level and you're moving on to the next level, right? And that kind of happens in this movie a lot. Like, why are we moving? Because because it's time for the next level. That's it, you know. Um, and it suffers from that a lot. And um, you know, it's 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 hard to really get behind. Uh, Angelina Jolie's character in this is it borrows from like um, this. You know, real quick, like this. This go. But the thing is, though, like this again, like the other film. This one, there's a template already out there. Yeah. Like there's lots of templates already out there. Yeah. Of course, Indiana Jones, uh, Richard Chamberlain, Lost City of Gold, the Mummy movie, the first one. Um, there's probably a lot more I can't think of right now. But like the template is already there. You have yeah. the world. You have the you have the strong character in the lead, and you have the world already done. You, you just have to hire someone to come up with a fucking semi interesting MacGuffin. Right. That's all you need to do. Right. Right. <laughs> and may, maybe not let Angelina Jolie run. Uh, run the production run the whole thing so much yeah. right and yeah. you know maybe you know discuss whether it's a good idea to have your actual dad play your dad and all this emotional <laughs> story with him you know yeah um all that yeah i agree 100 percent um i don't know um chris berry is a really likable actor um in everything he does even though his role in this was like just so completely just something we've seen before Oh, I just realized this kind of reminds me of the Charlie's Angels movie from this era a little bit. Uh, but that was before this, wasn't it? Um, the one with uh, Drew Barry, Barrymore. I'd have to look that up, but yeah, I'm um, sure. But um, that's neither here nor there. What else do I want to say? Uh, yeah. 2019, a couple years before for Charlie's Angels. Right. Um, very similar vibe, doing a lot of very similar things. Um it made a lot of money. It carried Angelina Jolie very far. It really, it really kind of elevated. It kind of did what she wanted it to do for her, even if it didn't turn out to be a long-running franchise success. You know, maybe it's um comparable to um the Wonder Woman series of movies. You know, um, really strong first one, and then uh, second one um bombs, and then uh, you know, bye bye, Gal Gadot, right? Um, <laughs> Uh, maybe a similar thing there. Anyway, um, yeah, 
Um, I, I, I'm, I, yeah, uh, I never want to see this again. Um, <laughs> please, uh, be kind and never ask me to watch this movie again. Um, and, yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. And, and I, I mean, you're, you're right where like, I mean, yeah, no, she, you know, if she wasn't, I don't remember how well known she was before, but she certainly was well known over Um, right. and you know, and she's st- still going today. So, um, she's had an incredible career for sure. Yeah. Um, again, at the time it did, it did sort of, uh, it, it, it did, it was the highest grossing female led film at the time. There was, there was a, a big gap for female led action films right around that time. Um, so this, you know, she, she gets credit for that for sure too, but I, I just, the action sequences and, and the, in the, the effects and everything to me just, don't get a pass most god-awful ending only because way. yeah talk about two bad endings here eh? both films uh yeah. mortal Kombat and this one um both of them only if, if this movie was made 10 years before then i then i'm fine with the action sequences but it's right. it's when you again when you look at what else came out that year and the available technology i i don't know they got it you got to do better than that you got to do right. better you're yeah right. you're right so you're right, you're right. um but anyways, okay, yeah. well, let's dump this turd and, <laughs> and move on with our lives. Um, so I'm sorry to everyone who voted for us to watch this movie. If you really love it and have an affection for it, you know, there are reasons to, uh, you know, this um, uh, calls back the era uh, with a lot of fun. Um, but um, as, as a piece of cinema, I, I, I you know, we both agree. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, if it's if it's a, if it's a so bad it's good for you, good for you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure I like some stuff that is that is just as bad, but um, you know, I, I don't like this. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jer, um, uh, what are we looking forward to coming coming up? Well, well, the next one. So yeah, another plus episode next week where I look at 1999. Um, uh, and but then the one after that is going to be the Jer Jer birthday special. So I'm going to post. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm going to post six films from 1973, the year of our Lord. Um, and uh, we'll get people to pick a couple from that list. Um, there's 70, listen, 73 is not so bad. Like you, like you just a little couple of spoilers, but I mean, we can just look it up, but right. we got enter the dragon. Nice. American graffiti. Like oh, there's, nice. yeah, no, there's, um, there's, are there any Cheech and Chong movies that year? Uh, you know what? I don't, I didn't go that deep, but I'll, I'll take a look, but, um, <laughs> okay. Um, no, there's gonna be some I'm good ones to, to choose request. from. Anyway. Yeah, no, you can't. But uh, I'll pick. I'll pick the six, and then people can vote on those. So, but yeah, no, there's there's some good ones that year. Um, we'll have fun. Uh, there's the Bond film. Uh, I think Live and Let Die. Like, no, there's mm. it's it's good. There's there no there's some there's some good stuff that year. So we'll we'll be. It's not as deep as some of the other years that we you know we're gonna focus on. Sure. Um, but it's uh, it's a good year nonetheless. So so that's coming up, and then and then we are into October. So like we discussed, all things horror, right. Looking forward to that spooky, spooky time coming up. Yep. Well, anyway, uh, thanks for for this episode. It's been fun talking as always. And thanks for listening. If you have, uh, please uh, drop us a comment, drop us a like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Let us know you're out there. We really appreciate it. Um, But uh, here we are uh, signing off for episode five. So uh, for Steve, I'm Jer saying uh, thank you and uh, (laughs) bye-bye. 